do we have an intro or should someone improvise one? There we go. Do I need to shut up for a while and you guys do your thing? I caramba. This is Bart Simpson, dude. And you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Out here just a little bit sweet, but Sound effects coming in. I don't hear Neil clapping at all. Uh, um, that, that was the that was the most I've seen him work in a long time, though. That's true. He's put uh, the elbows in. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it, but Cash Hartzell is here. Hey, Cash, uh, you, you can't. You, you don't have to do visual bits. Well, the finger guns are. That's just. I do that all the time. Well, I've been doing that the entire quarantine. Well, but to be. Uh, to be fair, uh, Cash, are you doing this on? This is on your lap in a bed. Are you in yes. bed? Yeah, I let's would see that you've somehow tried oh, to try dear less Lord. than Neil. <laughs> trying less than Neil now. I got I got two rooms here, and she got up, so I get the bedroom. Uh, you know, Cash, you have been kind of cutting out a bit. Are you farther away from your Wi-Fi router than normal? No, I'm about the same. Okay. All right, Neil's Neil's here. Neil's looking great. Alexa. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Neil's got inspiring me to put on my actual cowboy hat instead of his uh, Perry Mason. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, what you guys. Silver Lake fedora. It, it's uh, great because you're right above him on my screen, and your cowboy hat goes up and his goes down. Oh, there we go. Because mine's a cowboy hat. Well, mine's. A very respectable men's hat, so our guest you can go suck it. Our guest for this episode is an old friend of all of ours. Uh, he is uh, a, a legend of Echo Park, um, and he uh, he has his own great podcast uh, um, that he has a lot of uh, interviews with interesting people, a lot of musicians and stuff like that. Actual thoughtful interviews, nothing like yeah. we ever did on this thing. Um, and he also uh, had a, a album out on my label. Full disclosure, he had an album out on my label. Uh, his his, uh, his podcast is called uh, Conversations Conversations with Matt Dwyer, and the name of the person is, of course, Conversations. Thank you, Conversations. For <laughs> oh, thanks for joining us. Uh, oh, it's so nice to be here. Yeah, I've 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 heard so much about you. Your oh, pleasant yeah. and your uh, short. Sometimes you don't look as short as people say. Yeah. I don't know if I don't feel pleasant. I feel grumpy all the time. I feel like I'm officially a grumpy old man. You've been uh, that way since I've known you. I thought when I met you, you were 58, and now you're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I was grumpy as a teen. That's the funny thing. I was. I've always had this charming persona. <laughs> were you grumpy as a teen, or were you surly as a teen? And at what um, point does that cross over? Well, I think I, it was a combination of I was attracted to angry comedians, so I was tr maybe personifying that a little bit, and then somewhere it started to intermesh with my actual being. How um, much of it is just a Chicago personality? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're always hung over or cold. 
Um, but you've been doing uh, conversations with Matt Dwyer for a long time. Um, you have a wife and kids because of it. Um, yeah. And, uh, 190th episode this week. That's oh, incredible. that's awesome. And that'll um, be with Emily Cross from Loma. Sub Pops from, Loma. Wow. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, She's and, great. She's fascinating. And you've also, um, you've, you had uh, recently, you did uh, uh, Alex Cox, correct? Uh, I did. Alex yeah. Cox and Anders Schloss, who is also in, did, uh, is in several Alex Cox movies and did the score with Joe Strummer for several Cox movies. Nice. And uh, you, did, you did John Laurie, one of my favorite musicians. John Laurie. Yeah. Interesting dudes. He sent uh, me a print, which is, I'm still stunned by. Wow, I bought one of his, and I'm still uh, in credit card debt from it. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's in the official like last episode of Parts Unknown. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, like it's like the like there was the last few episodes of uh, Bourdain's Parts Unknown was like just kind of cobbled together. So some of them don't even have them in them. They're just like clearly like you know, there's no VO. There's just uh, like oh. um, there's just it's uh, it's interesting. But like one of them is like he was doing the Lower East Side of uh of manhattan and john lurie is in there and he's very funny in it and also uh dude from um harley from uh uh what's the hardcore band um epic meal time no gorilla biscuits no no not gorilla biscuits uh harley uh he's in a a age of quarrel uh man what they called it is split with murphy's law this is the wrong crowd for this one yeah this is the really the Chromax. Is the Chromax. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Chromax. Yeah. yeah, I knew. Yeah, I know Chromax. I, I was more of a DC hardcore guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw Lurie talk about his friendship with Bourdain, and it was kind of. He said like it just seemed like fame had gotten to, like he just didn't enjoy it anymore. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, tough. that he was just like withdrew like he the last time he saw him he said it was just like it was night and day oh wow Wow. i mean it was i had never been next to fame like that like i mean i've been like next to like when we were doing the nerdist like you know i've been in the same room as you know tom hanks or tom cruise or any tom really and um tom tom club uh but um tommy bahama but like (laughs) But like being on the street when we were shooting it stuff, uh, when we were shooting stuff for Hidden America with him, like it's like people are like people from around the world are blown away by the presence of Anthony Bourdain. Wow! Like everyone's like people come up and like you know be like speaking broken English. It's like I'm from uh, I'm from Manila. Uh, their the, the episode on Philippines, like like just oh, like, wow. another person coming up. It's like you, I'm I'm from Egypt and you went to like it's a uh, you know like it's that. cool. It's cool. It's also got to be hard to maintain that, like being, because I don't know. It's got to be hard to maintain that because you got to be interested, and maybe you just want to go home and take a piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, the crucial thing to do when you reach that level of fame is to like move, like Dave Chappelle did, to fucking the middle of nowhere, and then yeah, and then you just you know the the guy at the bodega, and you know you know your postal carrier and whatever, but like. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, New York seems like the worst. Like New York seems ideal because uh, nobody cares, but it's like you're in you're in no. a sea of tourists, especially yeah. these days. It's, yeah, it's, everyone it's, cares. Everyone it's cares. like going to Disneyland. Yeah, I worked. Did you ever do Epcot? <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> yeah, the Epcot episode is epic. 
Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a whole season. It was a whole season. He just went down each. It was, yeah, it was just a season of him eating those like ridiculous, weird sandwiches from the parts of the Caribbean. Right? <laughs> and and just the Monte get... Cristos. And yeah, just... Monte Cristos. It's Which like... actually, that's not in Epcot. That's in the Magic Kingdom. So no, that's, okay, that's the joke French. doesn't work. What is it like? Uh, uh, it's like jam and ham and yeah. You've never had a Monte and... Cristo. Oh my god! It's like a, it's like a meat donut. You've never like had a... a Monte Cristo. You've never oh had a. Oh my Mon- god! What did you call it, Monte Crispo? <laughs> I like so, meat donut better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. It's it's fried bread, yeah. sugar, and ham yeah. shoved in yeah. there, and jelly. Yeah. It's like a death wish. It's like everything I, I would like about it was is uh, uh, the fried bread, sure, meat, sure, jam cheese sure but then when they sprinkle fucking powdered sugar on it i'm like Ugh, <laughs> that's the, the fuck out of town you you will you like the sugar to be hidden within each and every ingredient but once yeah. you know I, I like carbohydrates <laughs> to turn into sugar when i digest them i don't just want said, there's sugar jam, there's jam there's probably sugar in the bread maybe yeah neil you just don't want to see that white powdery goodness Ugh, it's not goodness it's gross <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Matt, uh, recently you also had uh, um, Bully on your podcast, correct? I did. She was um, very lovely. Very, very lovely. Uh, we've been playing tracks uh, that have been coming out uh, from her upcoming album. Um, and uh, we're going to play one right now. Uh, a song called Every Tradition by Bully. More radio when we come back.
production by Bully. Really looking forward to the complete album. Uh, it feels it's uh, it's 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 like the it's the biggest sounding uh, stuff she's done yet. I think it's I'm really looking forward to it. Did you know she was uh, she interned at Steve Albini Studio in Chicago? Oh, oh really? no shit! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it was that's a cool. fucking pedigree. That's that rates very high with me because I'm a Steve Albini fanatic. Yeah. Did she he's, get a he's, jumpsuit? He's always in one. His nope. name, it's Next like song, I'm going to go put on my jumpsuit. So take that. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great album. I've heard the whole thing. Not to brag. Oh, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> uh, well, Matt, you, uh, you seem like a guy that's, uh, you, you like old timey things. That's what I've always known about you. Yeah, I'm trying to move away from that. Oh, really? Nostalgia's death, says Bob Dylan. Oh, wow. So you're getting rid of your 78s then? No, I'm keeping my records. <laughs> keeping the uh, records, but also keeping the uh, rotary dial telephone. And uh... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nostalgia act Bob Dylan says nostalgia is dead? <laughs> well, he said it a long time ago. Oh, okay, yeah. It was something I pondered for a long time. I was like, man, I really hold on to a lot of things from my past and maybe I should try to be more present. But what was your question about old things? Because I do like old music and I still listen to a lot of that. Yeah, but what do you think about new music or I guess another think... way? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jump the gun there. I'm not it's used to this visual. <laughs> you know what? Perfect. <laughs> this is time for music news. <laughs> we get into the current music. What is going on? Oh boy. Really looking to music news. Guys, um, here's something that I found very uh, funny and sad. ACDC drummer Chris Slade believes he's still in the band. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, MetalInjection.net reports. Uh, well, wait, he believes he's still in the band? This like, is, it's like ACDC has been rumored to be working on a new album with their classic lineup. That means bassist Cliff Williams is supposedly involved in the new album, uh, as is both vocalist Brian Johnson and drummer Phil Rudd. If the rumors are true, then nobody told current ACDC drummer Chris Slade. Is that the one? Because doesn't one of them have like uh, I can't think of the like not Alzheimer's, but isn't he like one of them is ailing? I know that. No, yeah, um, where he thinks like, like you know he thinks like other people are in the room with him when they're not. Oh, like oh, like the jeez. So he not only does he think he's still in the band, he thinks they're touring right now. Yeah, uh, to, to my absolute, this is what he says. To my absolute knowledge, and this is me being absolutely honest. I uh, am the current drummer uh, in ACDC. It may sound deluded to some people. I've said that before in interviews, and people have gone, the man is deluded. He's lost it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Nobody has ever called me and said, by the way, you're not the current drummer. Um, or, by the way, Phil's been in the band for three years. Nobody has ever said that. As far as I'm concerned, God, I'm philosophical enough to realize that Phil may well be back in the band. I have no idea. I had no idea last time when they called me before Rock or Bust. I'm open to all possibilities. That's the way people should be, open-minded. What the fuck is he talking about? Wow. Maybe he's hoping they'll do a Grateful Dead thing and they'll have two drummers for him. Two that drummers, reason. yeah. Yeah. Two drummers? I, like, uh... I'm glad he's comfortable enough that like he's like not financially worried about his situation. <laughs> 
Yeah, he also, it's like, he seemed to kind of have an epiphany in the middle of it too. He's like, and if that is the case, it's okay. It's, I have to learn. Yeah. To, it's like, just like what Matt was saying. He's like, well, clearly this guy's like working on being present. Cause he's just like, yeah. you know, and if that's what it is, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's easier to make a living in Australia. He's probably got a nice place. Um. <laughs> It's a uh, and at the end of this uh, article it says it's worth noting this isn't the first time this year Slade has wondered if he's still the drummer for ACDC. <laughs> you think it's weird he just doesn't like give those guys a call and be like, hey, what is what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, hey, Brian. Yeah. We, we, we meeting soon? Hey. Yeah. hey, big balls. Hey, big balls. <laughs> Angus, what's up? That's their was up. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that's the thing. If he calls and he's not still in the band. He's got to give that guy a dirty deed to do because there's there's some <laughs> yeah. sort of like phone contract. Yeah. Backdoor and all that. But, but he could just put a hit out on the other drummer and then everything's fine. Hey, that's yeah. a highway to hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when we had that earthquake that like 5.0, whatever earthquake that was like two weeks ago, uh, all of my ACDC nesting dolls rotated and they weren't facing out anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I, I didn't notice until like two days ago, and then I was like, oh, I got to twist these guys around. I think I have Phil Rudd. I don't know who the drummer is. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't know them Neither by Neither does the face. drummer. Yeah, <laughs> either does the drummer, but uh, I wouldn't know them by face, but he's bald, and uh, he's, the, I think, the smallest one. Yeah. Um, recently, Ooh. a student got a D in art. London student Lonnie Hernandez-David describes herself as a self-taught 18-year-old who likes to make masks and who's been documenting her art on Instagram. Um, and so uh, today I dressed in a... Um, uh, oh, so she got like a... She got a bad grade. She got a D in art and then showed up to school wearing her homemade odorous orungus from Guar uh, outfit. <laughs> That's incredible. To pick up her uh, uh, A-level <coughs> school results. I, I got a B in design technology and a D in art. Oh, well. <coughs> and That's she incredible. Ends up, and she ends up saying, all I'd like to say is that you don't need the highest grades and you don't need to go to Hollywood to be able to create cool shit. That's very cool. That's, yeah. like, That's, young. that's like going in to pick up your, uh, the, the, your SATs where you got a 300 in math while wearing a NASA sweatshirt. That you got on, your, <laughs> on your first day yeah it's like uh yeah you just barely graduate and you're wearing your mensa yeah, hat. <laughs> yeah. i bought it online you don't yeah. need to you don't need a degree to do that yeah that's that's who's smart <laughs> yeah that's the that's the smart move yeah 14 bucks whatever <laughs> Um, but the outfits are great. I uh, recommend checking out uh, underscore Lonnie underscore mask underscore on uh, Instagram. Uh, she makes incredible outfits. But the, the funniest one is is her in full odorous uh, outfit um, <clears throat> looking at her uh, her grades. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, also Guar recently announced that they're going to start doing a monthly variety show called Undead from Antarctica on their YouTube channel. Oh, cool. Uh, so and they, they've been kind of like staying pretty busy with putting stuff out during these these times. That's super cool. Yeah. God, my, fa hate. my favorite odorous thing is that he uh, had a full Viking funeral. So your favorite thing about him is the thing that he had nothing to do with. 
But well, my favorite thing is that he the uh, thing that was done to him. No, he stipulated in his you know will or whatever that he put he would be put in a canoe and someone shot a fiery arrow yeah. <laughs> at his body and uh, he burned in the ocean. I'm not too sure on the story of that, but I heard they got fined. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. yeah. My dad, my when I had I had a goldfish when I was in college, and then uh, when it died, uh, that's my dad gave it a Viking funeral. Oh, that's great. Uh, I went to a Viking funeral at Comic Con, and it was no, he, amazing. He, he, lit, lit a Q, lit a Q-tip on fire. Literally, like handmade, like with a, like a like a pen knife, like made a little tiny canoe, and then put the fish in it and lit it on fire, and then put it out into the fucking sea. And uh, my my mom was like, "Do you want to know what happened to the fish?" And I was like, "No, I don't really want to." She's like, "Do you want to know what happened?" Your mom wanted to tell you. Yeah, she was like desperate to tell me, and uh, yeah, and I was delighted to hear that. He it, put if, that if much I, effort. If I saw a strange guy doing a Viking funeral for something an inch tall, I would want to tell everybody, and I don't yeah. even know that guy. I would call the cops. I would immediately call the cops. <laughs> My dog's yeah. getting pretty old, so I'm thinking I might do a Viking funeral in the town fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I will make a bow and arrow. <laughs> Charlie just had 13 teeth removed. He's oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Oyo. Eating soft food, huh? He's still, he's still got a good amount of teeth. But yeah, until his mouth heals. But he oh, wow. also have 42 teeth. There. Now you've learned something today. Go on and be drunk for the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my boss at Trader Joe's. <laughs> yep. Um... Jonah, when your dog, not to bring up, did you have to put your dog to sleep? Yeah, we had we had a guy come over and uh, do it in our house, so we didn't oh. stress her out by taking her. It was tough. Yeah, I mean, little Charlie having his teeth pulled, and I just felt horrible. And I'm just like, so now I'm in that mode of like, oh, my, my dog's, you know, he's probably got three years if we're lucky. Mm. He's yeah. pretty spry still, though. Well, that's the thing. It's like you kind of don't notice it. It's like you get you, you get these glimpses of you get these glimpses of like oh there there it is there's there's you know there's a dog hey you know like when you feed it and it like kind of gets a little spry and then you kind of start to phase out like all the times it's just staring into a corner <laughs> or, maybe know, just like thinking that. about the murders he committed in his life yeah yeah, yeah it was it was like, a, it i'm was deaf and blind and i uh don't know where i am and oh but wait food yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, so you guys, we know, uh, we were, we were, we've mentioned the, uh, the Sturgis, um, bicycle oh, rally wow. concerts that have been going on. Um, is it bicycles? Is it cyclists? It's, it's I heard they changed the t-shirt. It's a bunch of old timey. If you can read this shirt, farth- the, the bitch got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Penny farthing, uh, you know, like yeah. single gear bikes. And, yeah. Must- uh, mustache yeah. and bicycle rally. Um, when, uh, when my grandpa, uh, had to. Uh, switch to a rascal. We got him one of those sweatshirts, and he oh. <laughs> fucking loved it. Everybody at the right. retirement community hated it, but he fucking loved it. Ah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but apparently, so like, so there's this band trapped, T R A P T. That's uh, it's kind of a new metal band, a okay. new new metal band. I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, they were uh, they were talking shit to. 
uh, Ice T about body count, like on Twitter, and and then like and they're like trying to like basically start a bunch of shit and get a lot of attention because they had an album coming out. Um, and then like uh, I guess when the album came out, it like sold I think like six hundred copies. Oh boy! And but they said that's like that's not all the numbers, and they were trying to say that like uh, you know there was a uh, it was it was you know it was actually a lot more than that um and then like uh then of course they went to go see uh uh they went to go they, they went to go play the uh that rally the sturgis rally um and uh like they 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 said we had a huge crowd like you're, you're seeing fake news like people trying to make it look like nobody was there and then it turns out they grabbed a photo from someone else's show oh. <laughs> it was woodstock they didn't pick you wisely yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jimi Hendrix on the stage. <laughs> yeah, so it's like Metal Injection uh, um, was reporting that uh, more photos and videos have surfaced, uh, and we have a clear picture of what's going on. What's pretty amazing is Trapped can't keep tabs on their own bullshit, so they're easily cut cropping photos to give the appearance that they were more people than they were there. For example, a photo surfaced from far back from the stage that shows a few hundred people are in fact engaged in the show, and then there are a few hundred more just kind of standing around. Trap themselves shared this photo, a repost from a fan. Uh, and, and it's just like, there's like, there's people watching, but there's a ton of people just like, just around because that's where the, like, the beer is. <laughs> and just guys are just becoming a joke. The year we, the first year FYF was in the park and mm -hmm. they had the comedy show by the entrance and it was just people, oh. days of people. Just walking by and there was and it was like noon and it was the it was like the sun was right above there's no shade anywhere i remember there was like a tree kind of off in the distance that people were kind of huddled around and then i was like i remember just saying that next year i was, I was like we need a tent this i got comedy needs to be in a tent one of the most in, like hurtful heckles during that set someone just went you're boring <laughs> oh god no oh no and a it complete was like, sentence heckle. Ooh. <laughs> just a, like a simp, simple, like, oh. And, and it's just like, that's like, that's a, you know, that's worse than you're not funny because that's subjective, but you're boring is just kind of like, well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I follow, I, I follow this, uh, uh, I don't know, they're, I guess, activists or whatever, and they uh, heckled Donald Trump by saying, you're boring. <laughs> and they're like, do something funny. Like, say, say something mean. You're boring. And, like, and then it was just like, he was just, he just boned out. He was like, just yeah. like I, don't, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> they're right. I, I, just, um, I just looked up Trapped. Not only are they from Los Gatos, the whitest. Oh, Los uh, Gatos. Uh, richest <laughs> Where Charlie area in from. Yes. Um, apparently, also, uh, they've been on a, a rage of arguing and insulting people since March. Uh, <laughs> a, apparently, in May 2020, Chris Brown, who is the leader of the band. Um, unfortunate name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. In May 2020, Brown threatened legal action against multiple change.org petitions to keep the band's music off the upcoming Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 re-release. Even though the band's music never appeared on the originals, nor was announced for the remaster. <laughs> In the same month, Brown used the band's account to blame George Floyd for his own death. 
Oh, <laughs> fuck these guys. There's And there's literally a chart on their Wikipedia page that shows who's been in the... Like, there's four current members. There are 15 former members. <laughs> it's incredible. Let's, wow, Trapped sucks. Let's see what the... Let's see what they sound like, huh? How about that? Let's see. Let's just take a look. You want to go for Headstrong? I think that was their hit. Do you know <laughs> of their hit? I, I was also looking them up. Oh, okay. So here we go. Oh, wait. This sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, it's got over almost 215 million listens on Spotify. Really? I mean, maybe it's just because I remember driving around listening to K-Rock. Oh, yeah. They were, they were also an early NoFX cover band. Oh. Well, they suck. I can... I can, I can, I can wait much. a minute. There's, there's nothing appealing about this. Other than, like, I think I remember that from college or high school or something. I've been speaking of, like, because this makes me think of Ed Hardy shirts. I've been seeing Ed Hardy shirts again. <laughs> Have you really? Oh, this is here's the hook. <laughs> like three in a week. Well, who knew? Who knew that I knew a trap song this whole yeah. time? This whole time. <laughs> that era of vocals is the worst era of. Vocals. <laughs> it almost sounds like it's always, you know it's very close to um, it's like a more aggressive Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. That like a. Uh, I don't know. Jimmy Eat World's very charming. No, I love Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. But like that, like, you know, it's very, it's, it's similar yeah. musically. It's just from a different angle. Yeah. It's, it's harsher and it's like trying to be tough, which is yeah. not working. No, that's, that's Los Gatos. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of, a bunch of white guys <laughs> pretending to be hard. Uh, yeah. Guys, what? guys, guys, are we going to practice by the pool or not? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I heard this coming Okay, stop. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, that's enough. That was Jimmy World. Okay, oh, okay. You, just, you just just said was charming and said they didn't really sound like the band trapped. Yeah. Well, they, I guess they do. And I, I, I had had enough of a, a 90s post-punk. That came out in 2001. That came 2001, 2001. post-punk. Oh, okay. Last, big, last. Big, big, quote, big quotes around that. Yeah, but you're right. They don't sound anything alike. Uh, yeah. Last detail teach- about Trapped uh, and them being from Los Gatos. The band's first few rehearsals were in Ormandy's guest house. Oh, Ooh. wow. So they're the, rich kids. The, yeah, they're rich kids. Uh, yeah. hey, I like how you throw the accent on the name of their town, though. Los Gatos. Los Gatos. <laughs> Wait, whose guest house? One of the the drum, like the the bass players' guest house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a break with the song. Nice uh, to have a guest house. New new single out by friend of the show Eels. Uh, um, he, uh, Eels just put out a new track called Baby. Let's make it real. We're going to be right back with more Matt Dwyer and radio.
every day since that kiss got me thinking do you wanna here for keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left and aren't, you know, buying a cowboy hat to cover it up. Well, you can get treated from home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to keeps, you can visit the doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits and maybe a cowboy hat. 
Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first months free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com radio to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash radio. That's K-E-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O. Hello, this is Rivers Cuomo, and you're listening to Joe hey, and Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. We're here with Matt Dwyer from Conversations with Matt Dwyer, an incredible interview podcast. Um... Lots of amazing guests from music and film and art and uh, activism. Um, uh, you've talked to some insane people. Not insane, like they're insane. But I meant like you've, you've talked to some incredible uh, people with insane, like uh, incredible lives and stories. Yeah. One, uh, I have Dennis Cunningham who sued the FBI on the behalf of Fred Hampton's family. It was one that Ooh. was pretty crazy. Wow. And that, that Fred Hampton movie that's coming out looks pretty incredible. Yeah, who plays Fred Hampton? It's someone of note, right? Yeah, it's the guy from um, Jordan Peele's first movie, Get Out. I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The British guy. Yes. Um, he- did anyone watch uh, uh, Lovecraft Country? I, I haven't really watched it liked, I really liked it. Yeah. What's that on? It's on HBO. It's, oh, uh, his, oh, Jordan's show. Yeah, Jordan's new show. Um, it's uh, like... There's some legit tense, scary moments in it, uh, even before you get to the Lovecraftian. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like a chase scene when they're getting out of like a. It's just a, I, I I really enjoyed that. It was a good pilot. It was a very very good pilot that had a nice like, you know, uh, nice nice Arbol. nice escalation of fear. Jordan Peele just can't lose. Everything he puts his hands on is gold. He's good. I really want to watch those Twilight Zone episodes that he did, but I can't. I can't bother signing up for another fucking streaming service. Well, just just do a, just. Why don't you just do like a trial, and then you can watch all both seasons. Yeah, or break into an old people's house because who else is going to buy fucking CBS? I mean, not old people. That's the whole problem, right? <laughs> well, you, yeah, CBS and streaming. Uh, I'm match made somehow. Um, yeah. You can use my parents. They bought it. You know what? A match oh, yeah? made in heaven. Would oh. be uh, the RZA doing the new ice cream jingle for the Good Humor trucks. Ooh, really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what is that going to sound like? Good Humor said, as we mark Good Humor's 100th anniversary this year, we must acknowledge the history of the ice cream truck jingle and take action to ensure ice cream trucks across the country continue to spread joy to everyone for the next 100 years. Uh, essentially, um, the song that they're replacing is an old folk song from uh, the minstrel era called Turkey in the Straw. Right. Uh, it was like the Jack in the Box, like, kind of like. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Matt has many 78s of this. Uh, <laughs> <rendition>. <laughs> 
I only have 78 of Bing Crosby and Hoagie Carnival. Thank you very much. Um, Records that are like quarter inch thick. Like. So Bing, some of those old Bing songs have some lyrics. Once I was like, I bought it and I was blasting it. It was like the racial stuff came out and I was like, had to run across the apartment and turn it down so my neighbors didn't think I was uh, celebrating. Yeah. It was the yeah, they're like, oh, he's, it was- he's like, oh, he's just listening to the guy that beat his family, not also a racist. <laughs> Actually, he, uh, being other than beating his family, was pretty progressive. <laughs> my my ex wife's family, uh, her mom, her mom's favorite movie was Holiday Inn, which is a Bing Crosby movie. Ooh, yes. <laughs> and there's like a very long scene where he's in blackface <laughs> on. <laughs> on president's day like acting like about like uh, uh he's like singing the praises of president lincoln yeah as a black <laughs> man like, we, oh, i was y'all. eating at uh masa with demorge brown once who is a black gentleman for those who don't know and behind him the whole time on the tv is a is a, one of those jo- jo- jody garland mickey rooney movies and it's oh. the longest blackface scene going i mean and it's going on and it's on and, it's going, and i'm just praying demorge doesn't turn around and finally he does and he just looks at me and goes oh man you weren't going to tell me about this yes. <laughs> i know but somehow now that's like worse. i didn't know what to do we're having like, deep like, what do i do i felt like i was in your enthusiasm episode yeah this is uh here's uh, someone uh uh here's one of the station ids we got a while back I'm dreaming of a Sklar Brothers network. That's right, it's me, Bing Crosby, telling you to listen to Jonah Radio. But I bet the Sklar Brothers wouldn't know who I am, because they're Jewish. ba 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 boo boo ba 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 beat your wife and son. Yeah. People really got that his coat, that uh, Bing Crosby. This, these are real bad. These are... Hey, everybody, it's me, Bing Crosby. When I'm not beating my wife, I'm beating my son. <laughs> and in those small moments in between, I'm listening to new episodes of Jonah Radio. This guy, Cody do, Joe. Cody Joe couldn't even get through it. I do not accept that station. I, I, I got to say, I think the yeah, laughing. Neil, you've never, you've never had a problem with them when we played them before. Have we? Yes. <laughs> well, is, is, does the insulting Bing Crosby insult your Irish heritage? Uh, no, it just, uh, uh, insults me lately, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is he Irish? Bing? Yeah. Crosby? Yeah, he's as Irish as he gets. If you have a funny name and you're a white guy, you're Irish. Anyway. Yeah, where does the name Bing come from? <laughs> I don't, that I don't know. What well, do you, oh, it's, you it's, it's, prefer it? Well, what's that <laughs> Irish pub on like La Cienega, that old Irish pub? He used to drink there regularly. Oh, where Cash worked. Uh, on La Cienega. Or maybe it's not. It's in that area. Uh, Monroe's, Tom, Ber- Tom Bergen's. Bergen's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work there. So here's uh, here's the uh, RZA's new ice cream uh, uh, truck jingle, and it's actually quite nice. Oh, drop! Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have some bass in order to play this. (laughs) 
is. I wish there were more reminders to protect your neck in it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Our ice cream man the other day was playing Christmas music. Like it was that sound, but it was he was playing like jingle bells. And I was like, what the fuck? Our ice cream truck plays. uh, uh, It's a small world after all. Yeah, that's we get a lot of that. We get a lot of the old ice cream song. But we also have like we have meat trucks and veggie trucks as well uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in K-Town. So they all play different songs. I haven't noticed. I, I don't buy from them, so I don't know which is which. Mm. Uh, the meat trucks play Trapped. I just looked up Turkey in the Straw, and, and the first uh, Google listing is ice cream truck song, Turkey in the Straw. <laughs> is, it, is it like a – it's offensive, right, Turkey in the Straw? Is it, it's just, if it's, it has it's, minstrel uh, – just, like just like I said when I was reading the news, fellas. Turkey in the Straw has been used as an ice cream truck song, but it has basis in minstrel, uh, minstrel uh, culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, recently, I guess, uh, or in February, I, I don't know how this flew under our radar, but uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, did a collaboration uh, with Buffalo Wild Wings for a <laughs> some kind of like just like little sketch they made on on the Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, uh, YouTube channel where uh, it's the whole bit is that Bone Thugs is going to change their name into to Boneless Thugs in Harmony because of how much they like Buffalo Wild Wings boneless chicken. Oh no! <laughs> here's well, a little. Here's a little clip of, of it. It is definitely the first of the month. Yeah. Took off, dipped, boneless wing, dipped, dipped, and go. And go. Boneless still rhymes with bone. Boneless is cloneless. Trying to keep up with the bones as Jones is boneless. Few letters we change and it, it's not gonna change the heart of where we come from or what we about or what we talk about. It's gonna still be bone. Just list. We boneless only, we boneless only, uh. We boneless only, we boneless only, only, we boneless only. Will the name change stick? Will the new Buffalo Wild Wings boneless wings be the end of the bone thugs? Only time will tell. Oh boy. <laughs> I like the like robobot like voiceover. It's like uh yeah. Maybe this will not stick. <laughs> uh, well, I love what they're like. <clears throat> will this hurt? Will this let them continue their to their former success? And we haven't heard anything from the Bone Thugs in like eight months. Like maybe this did kill them. Maybe they're dead now. No, maybe they all he, caught Corona. They they played the Sturgis event. Well, maybe they're not dead now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they talked about it. For do you guys pay days. attention to all this research I do reading these websites? <laughs> It'll take 14 days, and then they'll, uh, yeah, they'll be on ventilators and, uh, yeah, coughing up the But they, they, they play the same event as Trapped, Buck Cherry, Lit, and Smash Mouth. Yeah. Uh, We're all going to be dead. That's going to be ha- great for music. I like Bone Smash Thugs. And ha- I even like, I like Boneless Thugs even more. Um, <laughs> and good news, two men have finally been charged with murder for run dmc's jam master j's murder wow 18 years after fucking jam master j was uh was shot uh while playing video games in a recording studio um uh they have uh they have arrested two individuals and hopefully they'll finally justice will be served because that was a that was a real bummer I think the big part, I remember like uh, there was a commercial not too long after that. I think it was a Super Bowl commercial 
where Dr. Pepper, and I remember yeah. they did a thing was like, like um, run DMC and Dr. Pepper. And it was like <laughs> shortly after his death. And I remember being like, that's a bit. Oh. I hope that, I hope there was a, thir- you know, a third of that check for that yeah. commercial that went yeah. to his family. That's a chew soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're going to, with this last little bit of music news, we're going to play a video I found on metalinjection.net. Um, this is, uh, and this guy does riffified, uh, where he, he says, ruining your favorite things with a guitar. So he riffed along with a dolphin. And, uh, and here's, here's what it sounds like. that fun it's <laughs> oh, wow. not fun at all yeah fun that's fun i i want to go to a show at an aquarium yes <laughs> oh um, what it would be like to go to an aquarium again <laughs> someday yeah my fate um, i i never knew it was my favorite thing to do um all right uh that is it for music news now we are moving into a segment uh, where I uh, asked people to, uh, what's a bad band? Can you find a song you like from a band you hate? And it was tricky, and it it actually took more effort than I wanted it to. But I did this yeah. one for I did this one for Cash. I went and checked out the first <laughs> album from Smash Mouth. And, I don't like uh, Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Kevin Meany. I don't like Smash Mouth. We're not a Smash Mouth family. Big pants, people. Um, all right. So uh, I, I went and found this song, which is a pretty good punk song from Smash Mouth. Uh, here's, it's called, a song called Beer Goggles. Here's a little bit of it. <laughs> That's a fine. That's a fine yeah. Southern California. Even though they're from, they're from Nor- Northern California. But like, that was a fine Californian punk song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take the drum line. I'll leave everything else on the table. I wonder oh, if Neil. They would... Wow, burn! <laughs> I think they believed that was the song that was going to take off for them. Was it? They're... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like they're just backstage, like beer goggles, man. Why did yeah. they fucking? That was the one song I found without. You know, that was halfway decent. Um... But uh, yeah, yeah, it was that was fine. That was fine. What would what, you guys? Uh, what you guys? What you guys get into? What do we hate? I realized yeah. I hate a lot of bands, and I but I couldn't find. I hate, but uh, Fleetwood it takes, Mac. It, it takes a lot of time. It takes yeah. a lot of like energy. Rooting through to, all the bands that you don't like and going like, all right, is there one? Well, I yeah. hate some pretty epic bands. Like I hate Led Zeppelin. I hate mm-hmm. the Doors. 
Oh man, I went through the doors for a while before I realized that there was not a single one. I was at a diner and there was some <laughs> song playing by the doors that I'd never heard before. And I was just like, this is shit. And if this wasn't the doors and it was new, people would be like, this band is fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The only association I have with the doors is like when it's used in soundtracks for movies, you know, like uh, Apocalypse Now or whatever. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like, that's that's cheating. Now, at Vinny Lover seventy eight says uh, people are strange by the Doors. Is uh, he hates the Doors, but he loves that song. I only reason I would e even give that song an uh, uh, a chance is because of the Echo and the Bunnyman version of it that was used in the opening of the Lost Boys. Yeah, and that that was also another tough thing is like struggling with covers and going like, well, I like the cover of that song, but I don't like the original of that song. So yeah. Yeah, I like one Doors song, Peace Frog, and that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, strange, when people are strange or whatever that song's called, is odd. I'll, I'll say that's odd and all right. Well, the Doors was a thing where it was like, I was, it was one of those things where I was really into them when I first learned about them or in, in high school or something like that. And then I got drunk for the first time and I realized he was just narrating what it's like when you're drunk. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is the laziest music in the world. <laughs> sure, yeah. Two yeah. people um, submitted saying uh, at Isaac uh, Hansen and at Taxis, uh, Taxis sweater, Taxi Sweater uh, says uh, they both said, I kind of like Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. And said, uh, oh no, and sorry, it was a Hell Dad 2, Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. I went and checked that song out and it's, they're wrong. They're wrong. It is like <laughs> the epitome of what makes that band terrible. It's a yeah. bad band and a bad song. Yeah. Uh, that, was, I, that was the one that like caused the riot at like Woodstock 2019 or whatever. And I, I was one of those things where I was kind of like, I was like, maybe I don't know break stuff. And so like, I, I looked up the song and it was like the one that like, it's like, it's just one of those days. Like it's a uh, Everything yeah. sucks. It was just Is the that worst. the one with method man on it. I don't think so. Cause yeah. uh, I, I had a, I asked people on Twitter a while ago and this was, uh, we're talking about rap features that blew away the people that had them like yeah. there's there's a jay-z song that eminem is on that eminem just blows jay-z away yeah. and i was this asking the, the, oh, and i was asking man. people what are some other ones and and i think it was dan byerly said um it the there's a limp biscuit song with method man on it that the method man verse is amazing mm. And you just have to forgive the fact that it's on a Limp Bizkit song. But this is the Limp Bizkit song. It's the one that, like, it's their biggest song. It's... It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Yeah. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Sometimes I think when people like shitty songs like that, it's like maybe it has some kind of memory in their brain. It's like always, it's, it's always, it's, it's got to be that, right? Yeah, the, yeah, just the the connection. Yeah. Neil, what was yours? Uh, okay, so here's mine. Uh, wait, I got to share my audio. How do I do that again? Uh, Cash, what's yours? Mine <laughs> is... Um, well, this is... People have heard mine before because I've talked about it. Um, it is... Uh, sorry. It's uh, Puddle of Mud. I Oh no. What song? She hates me. She hates wow. me. 
This just reminded me, did we do this segment already before? Uh, I don't know why this came up. This came up years ago. I remember Ali Kohler giving this shit about. Yes. The other yeah, one that a- I that I can really say that I like that uh, is like the only song that I like by this band is the National Anthem by Radiohead. This is a great song for driving fast, or it's just a great instrument. It's kind of an instrumental, he kind of moans, but I'm not a Radiohead fan at all, so this was just sort of like, somebody recommended it to me. But that's nice. Despite our t-shirts, I I have always been a Radiohead fan. Really? Yeah. I I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I, it was just like uh, I was. It was one of those young things where I was like, uh, I, I work in the record stores, and the people that would come in, the type of people that would come in, and think they're you know, really into like underground music because they like Radiohead. I was just like, I was like, they're one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. That that's what I knew at the time, and it was like, and at that time, I was like, I was working in Atlanta, and I was like, uh, you know, I was into you know all my underground music or whatever and i was like this is the one big band that i'm allowing myself to listen to His video in, 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 in my compact disc player yeah <laughs> which i had to wear on my hip and then uh, connect analog uh, you know headphones to good one <laughs> yeah neil what's yours okay i think i got this sorted uh music or computer sound only can you guys uh i i don't know if this is gonna work i don't uh, what what brain wipe happens to you every every week you clicked on share screen oh that's that's a wet wipe can you hear it you're not sharing anything you gotta click on the share, share screen thing at the bottom all right share screen and then advanced and then advance and then music or computer sound only or content yes. from second camera no music or computer sound only okay you click on that it. and then you hit share at the bottom uh, okay that's what i didn't do yeah there we go you got hey, every, everybody uh complaining last week that there was a gap where uh of about five minutes uh this is what you're Wait, what? there wasn't a Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. It's Turkey in the Straw. Yeah, we just talked about how it was problematic, and you were like, I don't like this being Crosby stuff. <laughs> right, okay. So, well, I thought that that would be funny, but I guess you guys didn't, so. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, um, here's, here's my actual pick that I actually thought about uh, yesterday, and. Uh, Wait, uh, what was the five minute gap? There was a five minute gap? No, I cut out five minutes of us trying to teach Neil how to share music. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Did anyone actually complain about that? Yeah. Oh, this is a uh, Silver Sun pickups, right? Yeah. Right. Bring it down. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like them because they were rude to me once, and then. Uh, but <laughs> I, I do. Like- I do like the fact that, like, uh, well, I also don't like the fact that, like, that's a dude singing, and it sounds like a lady singing. 
Uh, I always thought he sounded like Billy Corgan. Yeah. They, um, they shot the video at that bar across the street from Silver Sun Liquor Store. Silver uh, Lake Louse. That's where they got their yeah, name. Yeah, Silver Lake. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, Scientologists. Yeah. Are they? Like, uh, yeah, rumored to be. Whatever. Um, but, uh... All right. Turn it off. Tell me what to do. Well, I just remembered, like, last week when you, you played the entirety of come on eileen it's a great song but it wasn't it wasn't the game the game was the other song we were supposed to listen to what um why how were they rude to you uh i was uh i was working as a music journalist on a television show and they uh refused to be interviewed by me maybe they have good taste i mean i guess so i like (laughs) thank you like either or but like i was like Really? Like, you don't want to, like, answer some questions about Valentine's Day or, like, all the other dumb bullshit that I'm fucking prepared to ask you? You just but, called yourself called it dumb bullshit. Yeah, so you, you kind of undercut it? yourself. Did you yeah, it's dumb it bullshit. Way? It sounds like you just had to interview yourself in some band well, form. you got a job <laughs> when you're a fucking music person. Like, go fucking answer dumb bullshit questions. <laughs> I found our t-shirt design. <laughs> Go answer bullshit questions. Uh, here are some of the other uh, submissions that people said. Uh, At Feathers Kill says, uh, it's a cover, but Kodachrome, uh, performed by Connor Oberst and Mystic Valley Band. Can't stand Connor Oberst, but let's be honest, Derek Chauvin couldn't ruin Kodachrome. That's how good Kodachrome is and how bad Chauvin is. Um, Jumper, Ed Salazar says, Jumper by Third Eye Blind. Uh, is a good oh, song Jesus, by Batman. get the fuck out of here with that. I wish you would never say that word, my friend. Um, that, was a, that was a joke when I was in high school. Like, I, my parents went to San Francisco for, like, a my, like my dad was a dentist, and he went there for a dental convention. And uh, my mom went to a record store and was like, what's some local San Francisco music for my son? And then she bought a Third Eye Blind CD and gave it to me. And then it was like... Uh, uh, the Penn and Teller Parsley game where like I would sneak it into other people's oh, yeah, yeah. CD collections. Just, like, just think if your dad's uh, convention had been just maybe 30, 40 miles south, she might've gotten yeah. a trap CD. No, cutting out. She might've gotten a trap CD. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But Neil, I'm sorry. I think I missed it in the story. Why were your parents in San Francisco? Uh, for a dental convention. Oh, Why? Because my dad was a dentist. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third eye blind. Third eye blind. <laughs> I just wanted to just get, I just need to, I need to understand the story. They also went to New Orleans once for a dental convention. Ooh. I don't know if but you why guys Why would he go to, to, he go to a dental convention in New Orleans? Uh, you know, because he was a member of the DDA. Oh, uh, okay. Did you get um, a Louis Armstrong CD? <laughs> no, I didn't get shit from that one. No. But I, I got shot in the lobby during their stay so Whoa. that was uh, interesting at waffle maddox says wheel in sky by journey i think you are wrong waffle maddox oh journey has no good songs yeah. that's not true that's true <laughs> i will die on this hill what's your uh, favorite song from journey uh don't stop believing but oh, it, that's just because you, you play because it, it like does it rally the giants every single time it, or it literally <laughs> does it, it it was it was the yeah. song they used when they it's, went in 2010 it, it's a jock jam <laughs> yeah. and i can't deny that i like it well, and, and also, uh, what's his name? Steve Perry is a huge Giants fan, and mm-hmm. 
actually asked the Dodgers not to play it anymore. Oh, funny. He just wanted oh, the Giants boy. to play it. That's very funny. Um, Oster Roaster, uh, Oster Coaster says, All I Want by the Offspring. He says, It's stuck in my head 40% of the day. <laughs> That's tough sledding, man. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A. Um, I mean, uh, I've had Come On Eileen stuck in my head for a week and a half now, and that's really rough. So, uh, someone said, I, Come On Eileen's a great song. I think it's a great song. Uh, I don't, it's a, a taxi sweater says, I don't think Let the Bodies Hit the Floor is a good song by any measure, but I'll be damned if I don't love hearing people do it at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a puddle of mud, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, no, that's not puddle of mud. Let Who the Bodies Hit the Floor, isn't it? Uh, disturbed. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry, okay. I just don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> someone says Black Number One. Uh, uh, Ron Penny says Black Number One by Typo Negative. Hate the band because of an X, but still think that's a bop, although a weird one. I looked it up on uh, on Spotify, and it's like a fucking nine-minute song. And I was just like, Ooh. "What? Is it? You can't. Nothing over three minutes can ever be described as a bop." <laughs> Roundabout by Yes is a bop. Is oh, it? Oh man. No. No, <laughs> it's like a 20 minute song yeah, yeah. at gerzum says motley Cruz smoking in the boys room Ugh. well that's not their song that's a cover yes exactly and that's what we were going at life of brian says panic at the disco i write sins not tragedies i even hate the name of the song but if it's on the radio it's staying on for some reason that's a huge thing there's like um there's that level of song appreciation where it's like i don't turn it off yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't seek it out, but I don't turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't I, I don't consider that necessarily appreciation, but toleration. Yeah. There's toleration another... is a good a good yeah. good way to put it. At Aaron Paradigm says, Well, I wouldn't say I hate them. The only song I can listen to by Disturbed is their cover of the Sound of Silence. But I do truly love it. Damn <laughs> thing has even an awesome note that practically brings me to tears. And not for the usual reasons when I hear uh, hear their music. Wow. Yeah. That's two Disturbed songs on this list. We have two Limp Bizkit songs, two Disturbed covers. No, it's two. <laughs> yeah, wait, sorry. Who did the, uh, you know, there's two covers of, uh, of Simon, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. This is a weird list. We have weird fucking listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good we can appreciate them. You know, what yeah. I, you know what made me cry this week is uh, watching the end of Jojo Rabbit again and the the German version of the uh, David Bowie song. Be, yeah, we can be heroes at the very end. Yeah. Oh, crush. All right. Well, to wrap up the uh, wrap up. Oh, this... uh, the didn't Dan mention one? Oh, that was the Scarlett Johansson cover of a Tom Waits song that he wrote. Yeah, that was yeah, a different she... conversation. Oh. I didn't mention my song. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Neil, stop sharing. Um, Tusk right. by Fleetwood Mac. I hate Fleetwood Mac, but I like Tusk. That is a great song. That it's I, also, they were so coked up. They're like, marching band, right? Let's yeah. get a marching band in this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we're, we're all in a, a, a band and a relationship. How can we bring in more people so we don't have to talk to each other in recording <laughs> studio? We need some buffers. We need to get some tubas in here. Yeah. Get, very, get... very early. Sorry, you froze. What? Early on in Cash and my friends, he gave me a CD with a, a the... Uh, very early on in Cash and My Friendship, you gave me the CD with the, the U uh, USC marching band doing Tusk. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still have it. It comes up in rotation all the time. Um, 
It's also, uh, did you guys watch The Americans? No. Uh, that, that song is played twice in the pilot, and it's one of those, like, oh, I'm never going to associate anything else yeah. with this song but that, that, that uh, show. And it Tuskers works great. In- that, movie, that series was great. I was bummed yeah, they didn't he, get there. I love that actor. That guy's great in Perry Mason. Oh, he's he's Matthew incredible. Reese. Yeah, he's a great actor. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, I got wrong show. What, what show were you thinking? I was thinking of the Patriot. The oh, yeah. oh like, that is the also a great a great show. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that is it. Uh. For uh. This... Wait. Is Matt going to play a song? No. No. Okay. No one wants to hear. I I can hear. I... <laughs> no 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 no. It's we got it. It's fine. All right. Do we do we really want to hear it? No. Do we really want to engage uh, the Fleetwood Max lawyers? Okay. I guess not. There yep. you go. Just, just go. Go find it on YouTube. We'll say this about this song. I will say this about this song. It's pretty incredible to write a song about infidelity when the person you're cheating with and the person you're cheating on are both in the band with you that has to perform that song. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's ballsy. <laughs> it's either I have near zero self-awareness or they have near zero mm-hmm. self-awareness. Or you have cocaine confidence. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> cocaine confidence. Um, all right, well... That's it for this episode of <laughs> the Radio. I want to thank our guest, Matt Dwyer. Conversations with Matt Dwyer. Um, that is uh, available as a podcast. Great, great podcast. Um, and, uh, and also coming up soon, Play Music on the Porch Day. Go to at Play Music on the Porch uh, yeah. on Instagram. Um, check it out. We talked about it a few episodes ago. Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a one day where everyone stops and plays music and you post online and you can find follow the hashtag. People from all over the world are doing this. Um, and uh, we want to thank our our producer, uh, social producer Dan Angler, for all the help he does for us. Uh, uh, great, great guy. Uh, and thanks for uh, giving us your music. Thanks for uh, continuing to listen. And uh, thanks Matt for being here. Thank you. I had a fun. And you had a fun? Just one? I had a fun. Yes, one fun. One fun. <laughs> one fun. Um, and uh, thank you, uh, Neil uh, and Cash. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. I don't know. We so both. Which, which I love all you? three of you. Yeah. Um, you made right. it an hour and a half without insulting me, Jonah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean out loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm growing. I'm, I'm growing, you know. I'm Appar- just apparently better. Matt doesn't have the chat open. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna end with a song uh, by uh, John McKeel. It's a, uh, it's called Morning Dove, but morning, it's spelled in the sad way, as in oh. in morning. Morning Dove, John McKeel. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Tell your friends about it if you must. Yeah. <laughs>